0: workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call
2: 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to personally invite you to be part of our next workshop coming up March 18th through the 20th in Oregon. So call us today at 210-822-8201 or visit gatewaymen.com.
1: Your hosts for Pure Sex Radio are Jonathan Doherty and Stephen Cervantes. Jonathan is the director of Be Broken Ministries and founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop for Men. Stephen is the founder of the Hope Counseling Center. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio.
2: Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Stephen today. How are you, Stephen? I am a great
0: lover today. I have my father's heart. Uh, We're called to love well. We're made in the image of God. And today, you are also recognized as a great lover. And, And we mean that in the truest sense of the world, not as the culture has abused that term. You are a great lover, and we are about great love stories.
2: Man, that's great for our regular listeners who are expecting you to say something about <laughs> I'm doing great or whatever. That was awesome. So, okay. hey, before we actually dive in, uh, you know, today's topic is going to be really kind of about fathers and sons. And I want to share with you a resource that our director of Peer Community has written along with his son that is a fabulous uh, resource for for dads and their, and their boys. It's called Father-Son Accountability. It's by John and Lucas Fort, and you can find it at uh, Amazon or any bookstore, and you could also go to purecommunity.org to order that resource. Again, it's Father-Son Accountability by John and Lucas Fort. Great uh, little book on helping dads and and, help their sons uh, navigate through the teenage years uh, well in terms of managing sexuality. So, Stephen, um, we're going to kind of try to peek in on a dad and his son as the son maybe grapples with some of the issues he wished that his father had maybe taught him. So why don't you kind of set the stage for where we're going to go this week?
0: Okay. I'm going to try playing two parts. I'm going to be the son and then I'm going to be the dad. And the son is asking questions of the dad. And, and so we're not sure where this is going but imagine a 30-year-old son coming to his 50-year-old dad and and asking these questions. And so the son says, "Dad, Dad, I wish you would talk to me, Dad, about sexuality and and struggles, and um, how confusing, and being a man. Dad, I wish you'd talk to me about those things." And the father says, "I was embarrassed. I didn't do it so good myself. I didn't know when to tell you. I didn't know what to tell you.
2: You know." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of provide some commentary on these these uh, statements that uh, Stephen is making between this father and son. And I think one of the things that we need to recognize right off the bat that is so critical, probably more so for um, for dads to communicate because I think sons struggle with this, is I think more than anything, we need to recognize from the very start that with our sons and with our fathers, we are more alike than we are different. I I think sometimes we have this idea, especially when we're a little boy, dad can never fail, dad is golden, dad is, you know, perfect. And I think as fathers, we have a tremendous responsibility To let our children know, especially our sons, but also our daughters, that, man, you know what? We are, we're broken, too. We're confused, too. We get scared, too. We don't always know. Um, We're on a growth journey, but I'm like you, son. I got questions, too. I got things that I asked my heavenly father of that he hasn't provided all the answers that I would like, but (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm wrestling too. But dad, you
0: knew so much more and you know the path of this journey and the difficulty and and you had secrets and you knew shame and other boys told you things. You knew so much, dad. Why didn't we never talk about sexuality? Well, son, nobody talked to me about it. And I had to fumble along and try to figure it out. I don't even know if I have it figured out yet, son. It's still difficult being a man, being a sexual being. Sometimes my mind gets away from me still. Sexuality is hard, son.
2: Yeah, and so in, in this regard, dads, we've got to be the ones to break the silence. We can't expect, you know, in this scenario that we're doing here, this is a son that's grown. And he's looking back on his history. So maybe this guy's 30 years old. And guys, dads, we are really doing a disservice to our sons if we're going to wait until they're 30 and drowning and desperate to then start having conversations with them about—and and really let them to be the ones to bring up the realities of, of us not passing along our knowledge to them. And so part of what we got to do, dads, is we have to take the initiative to break the silence— Share your knowledge, even in all of its imperfections and incompletion. Share it. Share what you've gone through at the same age your son is. That can go way farther in developing him than you might imagine. Hey, Dad, Dad,
0: how could you leave me in such ignorance? I felt ignorant about changes in my body and what the other boys were saying and about girls and how I felt and... And then I got introduced to magazines and, and stuff to look at. I felt ignorant. Son, I'm sorry. Um, there is a lot of ignorance about sexuality, even with us grown-ups. It's taken a long time for me to figure out things. And I don't feel that confident. And I feel Scared and what if i say something to you that's too much or you're not ready for and I, I didn't know when to say the things and i didn't know how to say the things and i knew what i thought but but i even as a grown man i'm not talking to the grown men about understanding male sexuality in the struggles i'm just living life the best i can
2: You know, and so dads, this is a calling out to us. Uh, You know, we can't lead our sons where we are unwilling to go ourselves. And this is one of the reasons why I think so many young boys remain in ignorance regarding healthy sexuality and and what is good and right is because dads are not on that journey themselves. And so dads, we have to step up and get on that journey ourselves. If we are not living, uh, you know, striving for sexual integrity, we have no voice for expecting that in our sons. I also think on this point, it's really important that you share what you do know. So share what you know and how it can apply to your son, whatever age he is. But then I think here's the key. Explore together what you don't know. Dads, be willing to say, man, you know, I I don't know about some of the, the, the things that are going on with technology right now and how to how to protect. But you know what? Let's go find out together. Let's figure out ways that we can that we can uh, grow together. Because remember, we're more alike than we are different. We may be older and further down the road, but we need to both have the mindset that we're on a growth journey and, and show model for your son what it is to grow by exploring together the growth tools that you need to implement. Dad,
0: do you know that the other boys are the ones that told me about sexuality? They didn't know some of the stuff they said they made up some of the stuff they talked about. I had no idea, but I laughed and played along. Dad, the other boys taught me about male sexuality, not you. Son, I'm, I'm a man now. Um, and I got here fumbling along and stumbling along. Um, and I'm sorry that that's where your education came from. Um, I, I wish I could say something strong and powerful, but when you say the other boys taught you, did you, you know that's how I learned too from other boys. My father couldn't tell me anything. He was scared and ignorant himself. And, and I guess you're making me see the weakness in my own thinking that not talking not just talking to my own son about this is it's hard to hear right now
2: so dad's being a being a dad is a journey of courage okay and we're not going to we're going to not going to make that smaller than what it is it takes a lot of courage to be a dad and one of the things that you got to be courageous about is when you blow it when you um when you have not done what you need to do in training up your son you need to step forward and seek forgiveness um it, we need to be willing to swallow our pride and say son I, I was wrong i needed to share some stuff with you that i didn't share with you and i i i need to seek your forgiveness for that will you forgive me for for failing you in that way also i think part of this courage is that we need to think in terms of protecting our son. You know, when he's getting bad information from these friends, we need to be the ones that step in and, and provide correction and provide that protection that he needs so that he knows what is the truth, what is right, what is good, so that when those things are going on, he knows where those boundaries are. He knows what is, um, you know, what is false and bad information versus what is good. Plus, it actually empowers him to now be a voice, to be salt and light in his school, to be salt and light with his friends, instead of feeling like he's just being tossed around by every little whim that they might have.
0: Hey, Dad, Uh, I did learn a lot. But I have to tell you, in this learning, I I sort of felt dirty, and I I felt shameful. Uh, I had secrets. Um, Am I bad, Dad? Am I bad? Oh, no, son. No, no, no. You're not bad. Yeah, you picked up some stuff, but it's not your definition. It's not really who you are. And I wish I'd said that. You're going to stumble into dirty stuff, shameful stuff, secret stuff. But that's not who you are. You'll wade through that, but don't take it on as your identity. I'm sorry that you've been carrying that stuff around and thinking you're bad.
2: You know, one of the ways that we are going to exhibit our our Heavenly Father to our sons is to uh, extend to them the same grace that has been extended to us, that uh, the Bible tells teaches us that while we were still sinners, God put in place a reconciliation plan. He didn't wait for us to get cleaned up. He didn't wait for us to figure out how to deal with all of our shame lies. He didn't wait for us to come out of the dark. He didn't wait for us to confess. He said, I'm already putting into into motion the plan that I have for you, and that is Jesus going to the cross. And so we need to be able to express that to our kids, that when they fail, when they tuck away another secret, when they lie to us, when they don't share something with us, when they are drowning in that shame, that we call them out with grace. We call them out with the gospel, and we share with them our own engagement with that same gospel, that we share them with, with them our own connection with that grace and say, can I share with you how, how the grace of God has broken through in my life, how it's reframed, how I, how I see myself that it's, that it's how it's helped me deal with shame lies. Now, guys, this is, this is obviously assuming that you're on a journey, that you're on that journey with the gospel, that you're on that journey of connecting with the grace of God in that way. And so I strongly encourage you to do that. But to teach our kids how to confess, to teach them how to engage the grace of God in the gospel will break those shame lies. It will start to draw them out into the light uh, and give, them, give you a great uh, connection with them that goes very deep.
0: Hey, Dad, Dad, I, I needed you to to lead me. I needed you, Dad, to tell me things. I need you to talk to me more. I need you to help me, Dad. I needed you to be out in front of me. i got I got busy, son, with life and working. And the house, and the yard, and your mother, and the, we had those old cars. They always needed something done to them. I got, I got caught up. There were things to do. In life, I had to do those things.
2: You know, if we don't, uh, if we don't see our kids as a Priority, or I should put it this way: If your kids truly are a priority, then you will prioritize them. If your son is a priority, if you if you training your son into manhood is a priority, then you will prioritize them. And here's I want to share with you how I've done that with my own son. Uh, I don't leave it to chance. I don't leave it to a feeling. I don't leave it to uh, circumstances working out just right for me to have very intentional meetings with my son. I call them man meetings. And I've scheduled. I have very intentional scheduling of these meetings. And you know what the purpose of these meetings are? It's for me and my son to connect. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, you know uh, uh, an agenda we kind of have as far as doing some check-in stuff and and working through trying to teach him some practical things. But it's really about talking to my son and letting him talk to me. But you know what I think it does on a more fundamental level, and this is what we need to do with our sons. It shows him that he's a priority. Cause he is literally on my calendar. It's not just hey, you know, as I get to it, as I kind of have time, and maybe if, if you know, season of life and schedule works out, then I'll, you know, f- seek these moments with my kid. No, you got to be intentional. You've got to seek out and schedule times to connect and invest in your son, so you can help him. You can talk to him. You can lead him into manhood. Hey, dad. Hey, what'd you learn
0: growing up, yourself through the process? Go, you're older than I am. You know, you know more. What What helped you, Dad? Dad, you know, I needed to hear your stories, Dad, your failures, your successes, winning and losing, battling on, fighting. How come you didn't tell me stories, Dad? I I needed to hear your stories. They would have helped me so much. Son, you know, talking is hard. I just don't talk much. My father never talked much. I'm not good at talking. I think a lot. I think about saying things, but just
2: talking is hard. You know, I I won't uh I won't even pretend to say that I'm an expert in the area of talking. Uh, it may sound kind of funny, considering i'm here talking on a radio program, and you kind of have to talk in order to do that, but the kind of talking we're we're describing here is quite frankly difficult it's hard it, it guys, this is why I think being a dad is a journey of courage you've gotta you gotta reach down into those places where your fear is wanting to tell you. To pull back and to hide and to be passive, and you got to just strangle that, and just just rise up with courage and say, there are certain things that I need to do. As far as talking, sharing stories, those kind of things, I love I love the idea here of of the son wanting to to hear stories. Guys, if you don't know what to talk about, tell your son your life, share your stories with him. Everything doesn't have to be some deep spiritual insight. Tell tell him about the time that you you know, that you popped the hubcaps off of one of your dad's trucks because you were flying over some railroad tracks. That didn't actually happen in my, real, in my life. <laughs> uh, you're wondering. Um, you know, just share stories with him because what that's doing is it's building a bond. It's building a connection. He's he's able to say, that's my dad, you know. And, and don't be afraid to share failures too, the, the times that you blew it. I like to think of it this way. Share stories of then and now. So let's say you're, you've you got a son that's 10 years old. You know what? Share with him your stories of when you were 10. All of them. The good, the bad, the ugly. Just share with him those stories of when you were 10 so he can identify with his dad as if you were 10. But then also share with him your stories now. How do you engage life now? And he sees the difference then between 10-year-old dad and adult dad. And so he can start to have something to aspire to. Uh, so just, be courageous. Talk to your son. Share your stories with him,
0: Dad. And I, I, I needed you to teach me how to be a man. Mom couldn't help me with that. Mom tried and she talked, but I needed you. I, I heard about this statement one time. A speaker made this comment. He said, "Celebrate manhood." I didn't know what that meant. And I, I hoped you would teach me how to be a man and celebrate manhood. Wow, that sounds strong and powerful. So whoever that speaker was, celebrate manhood. But those are words and I don't, I don't, I can tell you where I am. I don't know exactly about every other man. Um, I hope that's enough. And um, I hope I've blessed you and helped you, and I hope I can be some example of a man to you.
2: You know, dads, uh, I think one of the things that is being lost in our culture is the sense of masculinity as a good thing. And I think we need to recapture that, Uh, you know, not in a militant, belligerent kind of way, but in a way that says, no, masculinity is good. Being a man is good. Same truth, being a woman, femininity is good too, but we're losing the sense of the masculine being seen as good and we need to teach that into our boys you know i had a a, a friend of mine who there was a certain night of the week that uh, the mom would be out of the house the the other two sisters were grown and they would have man night and you know what that meant that meant that meant they ate junk food and watched uh, action movies with their shirts off. <laughs> man, that is good. You know, and so it makes me want to
0: pound my chest. Yeah,
2: and and I think those are the kind of things we need to engage with our sons. Let's 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 celebrate masculinity. One of the other things that I think is is part of that is uh, one of the check in questions that I have with my son in our our man meeting is I said uh, we'll ask each other, where have you offered your strength. Because, see, God has called us to be strong yes. and courageous. And so so I think as men, we need to be looking for opportunities where, where have you offered your strength? Where have you offered your strength physically? Did you help somebody, you know, carry their groceries? Where did you offer your strength emotionally? Where have you offered your strength spiritually? Where have you offered your strength mentally? You know, what have you offered of yourself to to build others up? And I think that's very much part of the masculine characteristic. And we need to teach that and instill that in our voice.
0: That's good. Um, hey, Dad, I'm going to tell you something. You know, your silence, it really impacted me. It screamed at me, your silence. And you know what it said to me? It said, you better hide. Don't talk. Don't ask me questions. Figure it out on your own, son. Dad, your silence really hurt me. It screamed at me to go away. Just go away and figure it out on my own. I was a boy, Dad. I was a boy. And your silence wounded me. Son, there was a lot of talking going on. Maybe it wasn't the right kind of talking. But we were doing things and living life and I don't know what you mean by being silent. I I talked to everybody. And I told people what to do. And we got stuff done. And we lived a life. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't clearly understand what you're saying about my silence. I never meant to hurt you.
2: And you know what I hear in this one, dads, and it's one that I think sometimes we don't recognize as easily as some of the other ways that maybe we can uh wound our sons is really I think what's underneath this particular scene is passivity. I think it goes all the way back to Adam in the garden. I I believe certainly the original sin, part of it was pride. I think what was underneath the pride was passivity because he did not step in. He did not step in when the serpent is deceiving his wife. And guys, we've been doing that ever since. We 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 step back. We say, "Hey, mom, you you raise the kids. You deal with all of that." And what ends up happening is our children, sons especially, they see a dad in the shadows. They see a dad who, oh, when he comes out of the shadow, he's telling everybody what to do, and he's he's got demands, and he's he's working hard, and he's bringing money home, but then he steps back into the shadows, and he's passive when it comes to my development as a young man, you know, young boy growing into a man. And so I want you men out there, I want you to have these three words in your mind. I'd love for you to even say them out loud. I reject passivity.
0: I reject passivity.
2: Yeah, just go ahead and say it. I reject passivity.
0: I reject passivity.
2: Let that become, every time you see your son, every time you have that feel, that tug to go into the shadows, just say, I reject passivity. I'm going to step out of the shadows. I'm going to be a man who is actively pursuing and investing in my son.
0: So dad, I have to tell you this, and this is the reason we're having this conversation. I'm 30 years old, you're 50 years old, and I have to confess to you that I've been caught up in fantasy and escaping and porn, and I can't keep it a secret anymore. It's killing me, it's hurt my wife, the kids have suffered. I've wasted energy. And I have to say it to somebody that knows me and that's been on this journey with me. I have to confess this. I've been living a double life of fantasy. Uh, It takes strength to come and talk to me. It's hard to hear this. You're my boy, you're my son. Um, I have to take some ownership in this. I, I saw you off to yourself some. I didn't understand why you were quiet some. I didn't know what was going on. But today things change. They don't have to be the same anymore. Um, you can tell me these things now. I can hear them now. And uh, I hear this confession desire to open up. And it calls me to accountability, too. And I'll do better. I'll do better.
2: You know, this revisits what we started this broadcast with, and that is that we are more alike than we are different. And and we need to be willing to step into the brokenness of our of our sons and be able to admit our own brokenness. And, you know, the response that I think is a good one in this particular scene would be to say, you know what? Let's let's grow together as men of integrity. Let's go on a journey together. Let's inspire one another. Let's pick each other up. Let's um, let's be men together. And so, while you're never going to stop being, you know, your son's father, I do think the dynamic of the relationship can grow as as he grows, and the type of accountability you can have will become richer. And it'll become almost to a point where it's almost as if um, you're friends more than your father and son. Which, let me just reiterate, the Father-Son Accountability book here, I think could be a great tool for helping you, especially with this issue of dealing with the sexual brokenness aspect and helping your son grow in purity. Uh, that would be a great resource. And we've we've got to wrap up right now. But uh, if you would like more help along this journey with helping your son grow into manhood well, please contact us and we'll see you back here again next week on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast.
1: Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.